1: Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And Brian, uh, we'll we'll talk about the film takeaways here shortly from the Lions game. But uh, before we dive into some Cowboys news and some of the things like that, your, your overall takeaways from the, uh, ceremony of Jimmy Johnson getting inducted into the ring of honor.
2: Yeah. I feel like, uh, my time with the green Bay Packers put him in the, uh, into the, uh, whole, uh the ring of honor, hall of fame, You did all it. those things. We never could beat Jimmy Johnson. Um, tremendous evaluator of talent. I, I was talking with Chris Hall about him a while back and, and, you know, one of the things that that Chris was always, as a as a scout, you you just love being around coaches that know players, that appreciate the process, that understand understand what scouts go through, that will listen to a scout, will have his own opinion, won't phone scout. You know, uh, there's a lot of things about about Jimmy Johnson that I would have loved to work for Jimmy Johnson. I'm sure um, there was times he would have been very demanding. Uh, challenge you, and but you know those are all great things. Um, I, I just think that if you look at those teams that he built along with Jerry Jones and the scouting department here, that it was always a team. It was it was always it appeared to be a deep team when you played them. They, they just you know whether you try to stop Emmett Smith, you know there's Jay Novacek, there was Michael Irvin, there was uh, Alvin Harper, there was Troy Aikman. There was always geez, I mean they they it just shows you how deep. They beat us, you know, with Jason Garrett at quarterback, and you know, and I mean, I'll never forget Ron Wolf, my boss. We're driving home at the, at the end of the game, and we're on the bus, and he goes, "Geez, we just got beat by a Sandlot quarterback," and you know, in, in reality, it that just showed you how deep um, the 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 Dallas Cowboys were, and a lot of a lot of that was because of the evaluations of of Jimmy Johnson, the staff, and the the, the ability of theirs to build a team that was so. Difficult to deal with. Just uh, on you know, anytime you knew you were playing the Cowboys, whether it was a regular season game or a playoff game, uh, there was good possibility that you were going to fly home that day probably with a loss. You know, it was uh, it was only when they when Jimmy left that they they lost that evaluation. Good teams, but they you know they lost that that guy that drove the team and was really the primary evaluator and 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 builder and architect of the team and tremendous honor for him probably a little bit later than he wanted, but ultimately he got in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you talk about the talent on those teams, you know who I always, uh, I, I like to point to when I talk about the talent on the 90 teams. and I understand one or two of these guys aren't even going to be guys that were Jimmy players, but the, the guys that I always point to whenever somebody says uh, you know, if somebody would ask, well, how talented were those Cowboys teams? Just how good were they? I will point to three players for you. Brock Marion, Ron Stone, and Jimmy Smith, pro bowlers who had a hell of a time just trying to get on the field to play yeah. in front of those guys in the night. Brock Marion became a starter a little bit later, but Ron Stone got cut after two years. Jimmy Smith yeah. couldn't get any work at all on I team. Those are guys who go on to be pro bowlers, best players on their team types.
2: Yeah, I, I, was, I was with Jimmy Smith uh, in Jacksonville, and I will say this about Jimmy Smith. If you said... Give me the 10 best, and and I'm I'm, I'm saying this, I would need to absolutely come up with my 10 best, but if you said, give me your 10 best players you've ever been around in your career, Jimmy Smith would be one of those players. You know, when him and Sterling Sharp, you talk about receivers and, you know, that, that, that's the kind of player that they were, you know, they were, they had here. And you're absolutely right. The Brock Marion, the Ron Stones, you know, they, they, they were, They went on to be really good players for other teams. For the Cowboys, they were just kind of like just in case. And just in case didn't get you on the field.
1: Yeah, absolutely. a, a incredibly impressive squad. It's fun every now and then. If you just go back and look at those 92, 93 oh. teams, just look at how many names you know that weren't starting. that ended up having careers elsewhere outside of Dallas. So a great honor for uh, Jimmy Johnson on Saturday night, a great event. That stadium was just as loud as we all anticipated. And the Cowboys got a 20 to 19 victory, which we'll take a look at uh, some of the takeaways from the film room following that game. Before we do, there are several different developments on the uh, news front for, for the Cowboys. Uh, the, The biggest one being that Lyle Collins is back. He is signed to the practice squad. Uh, he's been out of football for the last several months, um, but the Cowboys signed him to the practice squad as some offensive line depth. I, I was I was starting to to wonder. I don't know if you caught the Jerry interview this morning, mm-hmm. uh, Brian, but but we we asked him. We were like, "Hey, uh, you guys looking on the landscape of any offensive line depth or anything?" I, I was getting a sense something might be might be stirring there a little bit, Brian. And and ultimately it ends up with Lyle Collins back here. They also work out Damian Wilson. Uh, another f- uh, former Cowboy player, linebacker, uh, some depth there that he does not get signed, at least not right now. Right. Um, and then, really quickly, we'll touch on after the the Lyle Collins stuff, the the news that Dalvin Cook is free because there's a lot of people asking about him. Yeah, he's uh, not on waivers be, yet. He's not right,
2: waivers right, yet, but, he, but, he'll, but
1: he'll he'll he'll, he'll come. Up, yeah, yeah, I I've, I I don't anticipate somebody's going to claim him. Um, so so we'll talk about just in general the player here in a sec, as well as Isaiah Bugs, who just came through town with the Lions. Uh, but before we do that. Uh, Lyle Collins, interesting move. They obviously had moved on from him from tackle. I think they felt like, uh, you know, I remember at the time asking somebody in the organization, okay, why not kick him inside the guard? Maybe why not do some stuff there? And they felt like he had lost his ability to bend, yeah. Um, yeah. which they they felt like was really important inside there. Um, and so ultimately though, I, I think as a low risk, high reward, he's just taken up a practice squad spot. There's, there's not a lot to dislike about this move. Go ahead, take the gamble. In, in a league that's starved of offensive line depth, Sure, go go get me another you know another body to throw out there and, and see if you can make it work.
2: Yeah, the the biggest questions about him, Bobby, was going to be when they did the workout, what kind of shape was he in? Uh, You have to worry about a knee reconstruction. You have to worry about a back that he's dealt with. But we're talking about a practice squad player here right now. Now, You know, we're not talking about a guy that's going to have to make a start against the commanders or a guy that's going to have to make a start in the first round of the the playoffs. Um, You know, there's a lot of love in this organization for Lyle Collins.
1: Your quarterback you know, L- loves him.
2: Yeah, the quarterback loves him. Uh, you know, the you talk to people throughout either scouting, training, uh, equipment. It, it, this guy had a lot of people that really, really cared about him as a person and as also as a player. Um, the thought here is clearly, you know, Will McClay, Stephen Jones, it's about protecting yourself. We went through the whole thing with Tyron Smith being out. Okay. Yep. We went through that. Chuma Adoga is dealing was dealing with a toe injury. You know, I mean, were you you know Matt Willetsko is on and and you know and uh, Awesome Richards and stuff. The thing that the thing that Lyle Collins potentially could do is he could start one or two games right now. I mean, you know, you're you're not asking him to you're not asking him to start 16 games now. You're potentially asking him to play one or two games if he had to. You know, that's what you're asking. And, you know, if something happens to Tyron Smith and they don't want to move, they don't want to move, um, you know, Tyler Smith. And I was told that the, the, the like, Lyle Collins was for tackle reasons and not for guard
1: reasons, not for Tyler which, Smith. Which fits what we had heard, yeah, like, when he yeah, left, exactly. school, which was they just didn't feel like he had the bend to be able to play guard. Exactly.
2: So with that being said... Could he play right tackle and could they move Terrence Steele to left tackle if they had to, you know, that's, that's, you know, I think playing Lyle Collins on the right side is probably the best side for him, but it, it would give you some flexibility um, if you wanted to. And this might be more about, again, some Chuma Adoga that maybe after that Miami game, there's a little bit of doubt about Chuma, maybe a little doubt about him. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I just kind of feel like that that you know as a practice squad this is not this is a this is really a you know this is just kind of a free a free look and if all of a sudden something happens you have now a veteran player that can go in there and you know can can give you give you some good work though even though he he looked a little broken down you know, the Cincinnati yeah. looked a little broken down and you know towards the end of the Cowboys looked a little broken down but you know We'll see. We'll see what kind of shape he's in. You know, we'll, I'm sure the, when we get the opportunity to watch practice and stuff like that, you'll see how he physically looks. I know Patrick Walker, uh, you know, who works at the star there for DallasCowboys.com said he saw Lyle Collins. He physically looked good, you know. So I think that, you know, I'm just trusting what Patrick Walker's saying because he does live in the building there.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, you know, Lyle Collins had probably developed a little bit of a reputation here. I think with some of the staff by the end of kind of being an it's always something guy, yeah. but like he's always banged up or there's just, there's something going on. You remember there was the suspension issue, which mm-hmm. I think really frustrated a lot of people uh, sure. that, that he, he tried to appeal instead of taking his two games, then it ended up being six. Yeah. Uh, and so it ended in in some some sour taste in their mouths, I think. But again, this is we're talking about just somebody who's a practice squad player, and you can you can smooth over a lot of things. Bryce Butler went on first take and just ripped the coaching staff, and eight months later was back in the locker room. You know when they needed receiver help off the yeah. street, so yeah. uh, you you can cover over a lot of things. Uh, they did not sign Damian Wilson, a guy who had been in the building. Uh, you know, the past couple of years went off to Kansas City, played there, played a little bit in Carolina last year. He's right. been out of the league since then. Um, so they did not sign Damian Wilson, linebacker. Now there's a lot of questions. Uh, the Jets are moving on from Dalvin Cook at running back. Uh, and the Detroit Lions made an interesting move to move on from Isaiah Bugs. Man, who, that's surprising. I thought Bugs looked good on tape when we were studying them leading yeah, up to I, the game.
2: I had, I had no problem with what was going on at defensive tackle for – the Detroit Lions, and maybe this thing with Bugs is that something had to happen, or Dan Campbell is trying to send a message to the players. And man, I I'm trust me, I'm going to go back and look at Bugs a little bit closer in that game against the Cowboys. But that's a 330-pound man that moves around pretty good. It's got some sneaky quickness to him, uh, you know, as far as the way you watched him play.
1: Yeah, You're talking about a guy who consistently was playing twenty to forty snaps, yeah, today. and they, they've exactly. got only McNeil coming off of uh, mm-hmm. that. That they're adding to the active roster, but still, something seems a little off there. But but yeah. Bugs is a guy to consider. We we just mentioned him. Like I said, he was somebody who when I, I saw him on tape, I, I thought like, okay, I that that guy's yeah. I, I mean, he didn't we, strike me. He wasn't a black hole.
2: No, it wasn't like usually. Sometimes you could say, you know, in the game, we were talking about, oh, take advantage of Sutton, the cornerback. You know, yeah. And lo and behold, what happened? They you know, you go after guys like that. But I, I didn't feel like the, the two defensive tackles at all coming into this game for uh, the Lions were a liability at all.
1: And uh, the Dalvin Cook question, we're getting a lot of that. I personally just I don't think Dalvin Cook changes your running game very much. The Cowboys running game has had their struggles. Jerry Jones told us yeah. on uh, Tuesday morning it is something he is concerned with right now. Uh, three straight games without 100 yards rushing. That's the first time they've had that happen in a season since 2013. So it's been a while since the the Cowboys have had this sort of lack of efficiency. Uh, but I don't think that gets fixed just by adding Dalvin Cook here, who's clearly just not the same player he was three, four years ago.
2: Yeah, I went and watched Dalvin Cook before my show today on 105.3, the fan, the G-Bag Nation. And I, I go, well, Dalvin Cook will feel right right at home if he comes here. Just watching the way that the Jets were run blocking for him, it seemed like to me it was, you know, we always say in the scouting world world it's a tough sledding, and it was some seriously tough sledding for Dalvin Cook. I just don't think he has the juice and the burst that he once had. I know I watched him a little bit at Minnesota. I mean, he had a he had a really good game against Dallas last year, where he's you know six yards of carry, six and a half yards of carry, in that blowout win that the Cowboys had. You know, he's had some really productive games. The Jets didn't give him the ball a whole hell of a lot. He could still catch the ball very, very well. That's something he could do, uh, as we say, well. Um, blitz pickup stuff, he's just not very good at that. He's not. And right now, to be honest with you, Tony Pollard, you can say what you want about Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is one of the best pass blockers you got. You Which is
1: know, hilarious you, because Tony Pollard was one of the worst blitz pickup guys in the my league guy a few years is, ago.
2: My guy is, if you look at the pass – that Dak Prescott threw for 21 yards to Cooks, Tony Pollard gave his body up to get that ball completed. I mean, Dallas inside was struggling with the twist. All kinds of things were going wrong. You know, Martin, everybody was having problems. And what did Tony Pollard do? He stepped up and just launched himself into the middle of all that.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's from the theory of – If they got to run over you, then it's probably going to take them some time to get to the quarterback. And he did. He sacrificed himself in order to get that ball off. And it was a huge play in the game. And Tony Pollard has become a legitimate, a legitimate weapon as a blitz pickup guy and as a blocker. They need to get him more involved catching the football. Last year, he was averaging almost nine, 10 yards a catch. And now he's down to five. You know, the screen that they threw to Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn took the ball inside. Deuce, you got to stay outside. Your blocking was all to the outside. Go down the sidelines. You get a block downfield. You know, you, 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 you went back inside, and then Zach Martin, that's where he was blocking his guy. So, you know, it's a nice gain, but Tony Pollard needs to be the one getting those screenplays and stuff. And by the way, the pass they ran ran, the, that Texas route where you go up and then inside like that, um, the angle route, they, I guess they would call it too. He got his helmet ripped off, basically. You know, I mean, he's literally looking out his ear hole trying to catch the ball, and the officials didn't call that at all. So, uh, kind of a tough, tough day day of running. But Tony Pollard, give him some helmet stickers for some for some legitimately outstanding blocks.
1: Well, let's get into that uh, Lions film and and what was put on tape there in the Cowboys in that twenty to nineteen victory, where there were still some questions about the Cowboys in terms of the the details and the hmm. the little things and how much those things could potentially cost them in a playoff game versus how much they actually have improved some of that and are uh, prepared now as it looks like they are in line to take the number two seed in the NFC with a victory Got over you, Washington Luke. this weekend. Don't take anything for granted, of course. No, obviously. hell no. Uh, you and are listening to people- the Love the Star.
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. do the tag. No, no, do no, not gonna go ahead. No, no, do the tag. Seriously.
1: You you're listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.